Greetings and blessings to you. Welcome to Get Right for Sunday, a Holy Cross podcast. Today we will be looking at the propers for the second Sunday in Advent. I am Pastor Wright. And I'm Vicar Pearson. Today I'm going to be looking at the gospel reading and Pastor will be leading you through the intro. The gospel reading for the second Sunday in Advent is from Matthew, the third chapter. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and is thrown into the fire. I baptize you for water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So John is a fascinating character in in the narrative of our Lord's life. John the Baptist is the last of the Old Testament prophets. Now, yes, he is in... Uh, the New Testament, but he really does carry on the legacy of the prophets who came before him, uh, specifically those of the 7th and 8th centuries BC, who we hear saying things like, God is coming and unquenchable fire and the threshing. And he even refers to Isaiah, who foretells John's coming, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make his paths straight. Now, if you're reading along in your Bible at home, you may notice a slight grammatical difference in that quotation. The ESV reads, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, colon, begin quote, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Other Bibles might read, The voice of one crying, colon, begin quote, prepare in the wilderness the way of the Lord and make his paths straight. And exegetes, that is, those who read the Bible professionally, will go back and forth with this over and over and over again. And in fact, the ESV can't really even seem to make up its mind because the quotation from Isaiah chapter 40 reads this. A voice cries, In the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord and make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now, there's a lot of contextual clues. There's a few grammatical things. 
and we have to look at these because in the Greek and the Hebrew and the original languages, there's no punctuation. There's no quotation marks. There's not even spaces between the words. And so a voice cries in the wilderness, prepare a way, make straight in the desert. Those are really the two statements that, that go with one another. And what you see is Isaiah saying the same thing twice. Make a way out here, way outside of town for the Lord. And this is precisely what John the Baptist is doing. He's in the wilderness of Judea. And this is the area on the east side of the hills where Jerusalem lays, down towards the Jordan Valley. And it's this area. And wilderness is an interesting way to translate it. Uh, Wilderness maybe brings to mind for us this uninhabitable country. But it really is just outside of town. It's the area where people don't live. It's not that it's uninhabitable, but it's just outside of the inhabited areas. And so John is crying in the wilderness, and what he is doing is what all the prophets before him have done, and it is preparing the way of the Lord, for the kingdom of the Lord is at hand. Matthew loves this term. More than 30 times Matthew uses the term the kingdom of the Lord, the rule and reign of God, the kingdom of heaven. And this is nothing less than the word of God coming in its manifest presence to us. Where the word is preached, where the will of God is done, where his word goes forth, therein lies the kingdom of the Lord. And that kingdom is found nowhere more fully than our Lord Jesus Christ. In the coming of Christ on Christmas, he is the kingdom of God incarnate, the word incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. As mentioned, I get to do the introit. And before I get into the introit, the part of the service that we get the introit from or or how we get it, in the early church, while everybody gathered and was waiting for the service to start, they would start chanting various psalms. In about the 5th century, they started organizing so that they would all start chanting the same psalm and they would chant until the pastor arrived and got into the chancel and then the church service would start. So it's kind of the idea of the the real opening hymn. And for the second Sunday in Advent, our intro comes to us from Psalm 105, verses 4 through 8, and the antiphon comes from the prophet Isaiah, the 4th 40th chapter, the third verse. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones, He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever, the word that he commanded for a thousand generations. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. 
immediately we see in the antiphon a direct connection to what's happening in the gospel lesson. We have the, the voice, the John the Baptist, the prophet Isaiah, making the statement in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. We get to see this as New Testament saints living in the shadow of the cross and the prompt looking forward to the resurrection. We get to see that we are actually living in the wilderness. We're outside of the promised land, heaven, eternity. And this prepare the way of the Lord is having our Lord come to us. We're not getting ready and we're not making our way straight. We're making straight the path of the Lord. That means that we are preparing ourselves to receive the great and wondrous gifts that God continues to, continues to give us in Christ our Lord. That is why we hear in the, the, the psalm, remember the wondrous works that he has done, the miracles and judgments he's uttered. He remembers his covenant forever. We are on the receiving end of all that God does. He is the one who not only creates, he is the one who sustains, he is the one who forgives, he is the one who makes alive. And in that new life, that life of faith, that sanctified holy life, we now get to desire, want, act, and participate and all the goodness that our Lord continues to do as his word is proclaimed, as his sacraments are administered, and in the midst of the divine service where he comes in his fullness, Christ our Lord, for our salvation. When we look at this, uh, again, connected to the gospel lesson, I, I really like the whole Advent theme the, the coming of our Lord. And, and again, with uh, the voice in the wilderness, prepare a way. That is the preparing the way because Jesus is coming, because God is coming. Prepare your heart, prepare your life, prepare to receive your Lord. I think that's interesting because this is exactly what John is calling the people to do. Uh, this repent idea, this, this reconsider your behavior, the, the word in the Greek is metanoeo, to, to rethink. And the idea is you think about it again and you realize the way you ought to have been living all along. And of course that goes along with amending your life and true contrition, sorrow for your sin, and knowing that there is forgiveness in God. John isn't calling people to repent because there's no hope for them. He's calling to the repent because there is hope for them. God is calling people through John to receive his son in his fullness and to prepare their hearts. And what's interesting is God is not asking them to make a place for him that's worthy of him. He is making a place worthy for himself by the power of his Holy Spirit through his word. And this power of the Holy Spirit, this word that works in our hearts to prepare a place for Christ is the same Holy Spirit that comes into our hearts this Advent to turn us to God, to cause us to see his goodness and causes us to desire his coming. With, with this turning of our hearts, uh, again, hearkening back to the, the psalm reading in the intro, we, we get to remember the wondrous works. We get to hear 
and know his judgments are in all the earth. And the repenting is the changing of life, the, the uh, movement from what is bad, what is wrong, to what is good, what is right, only in the Holy Spirit, only in the work that has taken place outside of us to convert, to change, to make us who and what he calls us to be, the children of God, O offspring of Abraham, children of Jacob, those who have chosen to fulfill his promises. I hope this has been enjoyable for you as you prepare for the great and wondrous events of the divine service in the second Sunday in Advent. God's peace be with you.